0: We want to take a second to thank you for supporting Womance by listening to our podcast. One great way that you can continue supporting us, including those listens, is hitting subscribe, telling a friend, leaving a review. That stuff all really matters.
1: Sharing it on your personal social media is another great way to spread the word about Womance. And another option for supporting us, if we may be so bold, is to recommend going to our Patreon, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us spread the word of Woe. If you
0: want to contribute more than a dollar a month which obviously no pressure whatever you've got we are so appreciative to have but we have awesome gifts for you if you want a hand-addressed letter from Morgan and Isabeau maybe with some special whoa stickers other merch just uh, visit our patreon we
1: are Womance on patreon or is it patreon.com forward slash we would be very proud to call you one of our patrons
0: <sighs> <Ooh. laughs> spooky. Spooky.
1: I'm Spooky Morgan.
0: And I'm Spooky Isabel. <laughs> and this is Spooky Romance. A podcast about spookiness. <laughs> about spooky romance novels. About getting cursed by travelers because you're a bad landlord. It's about not having to choose. It's about making hooch. It's about waiting as a form of time travel. It's about double penetration in a hundred-year-old bed. It's about spider bites. The spookiest arachnid of all. (laughs) But mostly, it's about that first thing.
1: Romance novels. And ourselves. Ourselves. This week, we are discussing Jinxed by Tori Heat. You got that back of the book pulled up, Morgan? In the woods, there's a house they say is haunted. Once you enter,
0: you can never leave. It's the Hotel California. (laughs)
1: copyright infringement copyright infringement (laughs) it's
0: fair use fair use
1: in this house your biggest dreams can become reality and your worst vices can become dangerous addictions would you Mm -hmm. risk it um if your biggest dream is to fly in a hot air balloon not happening in this house
0: that's true that's a good point
1: When Savannah Miles comes into a sum of money, she decides to follow her lifelong dream and open her own thrift shop. The sweet-looking house in the woods seems like the perfect place. Except the house is filled with (laughs) mystery and three handsome men who have been stuck inside for decades. Felix, the original owner of the house, trapped for over a century, Luther the 40-something postman whose search for the meaning of life led him to be stuck in the house since the 70s, and Theo, whose string of bad luck left him in the wrong place at the wrong time. Different times, different vices, different lives. Can the four of them work together in life and love and find a way to survive? Jinxed is an 18-plus why-choose that includes mild dis- mild discussions of depression and addiction. I think it's important to note that people can just say any old thing on the back of the book.
0: Yeah, I mean, no one's regulating that, but that's always been
1: true. <laughs> I, I think this like particularly comes home with like
0: trigger warnings. Mm-hmm. Although, I would call that a guy. I wouldn't call that a trigger warning. I'd call that a content warning. If I'd even call it a warning, so much as a content yellow light. Yeah. I mean
1: the the discussions of addiction are pretty graphic. Mm-hmm. There's a whole um, withdrawal situation that happens in the over the course of the novel. That's pretty graphic. I guess they are mild discussions
0: of depression. <laughs> I would agree with that. I think that is in the in the subtext more than it's like text text. That's so true.
1: I think the back of the book, though, does a good job of, like, summarizing the actual plot of the novel. Sure. Savannah moves in.
0: Well, it's trapped inside. Savannah's trapped inside. There are three dudes. They're not ghosts, which that was my first disappointment. Uh, And they all instantly fall in love with her. Then they all want to have sex with her.
1: And they all do have sex with her.
0: And that's fun for them.
1: And then they break the curse and they're all able to go on living their uh, polyamorous life. Is it really polyamorous, though? Because it's like three. She's polyamorous, but the rest of them are just kind of. In
0: love with her. Unimorous. Mm hmm. So before we get into that, because like I have thoughts. uh, Why did you choose this? (laughs) For our spooky season, a season you and I both love:
1: Well, honestly, Isabel, the only thing that has been as elusive and as captivating to me as actual dragon sex on page is ghost lover.: Yeah, literal ghost lover. It just I cannot find it. Mm-hmm. And I thought this one was because it's called A Haunted House Story. Someone on TikTok, I found the title on TikTok as I you will find so many Kindle unlimited greats. I found it on TikTok, and they described it as a ghost story.
0: Wrong. They are not ghosts. They're not ghosts. They're literal corporeal beings trapped in time.
1: They're just suspended in the amber of this cursed house. It's not even a haunted house. It's a cursed house. Like, there's no ooky spookies once she gets inside.
0: Barely cursed. You just can't leave. Well,
1: I mean, everything stays like preserved too.
0: So it's like the house isn't even doing anything. Like the house, like I kind of expected when they turned out not to be ghosts that the house would be like a spooky character in and of itself, just like fucking with them and stuff. No, 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 no
1: there's nothing really. I mean, there's like a whole thing about like having fun in basements in an old house. There's nothing scary about this book. And I apologize to everyone who came here looking for something spooky. Now I will say this is a stress dream.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A stressful dream. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure that. Sure. But a haunted house store?
0: Honestly, I think the scariest spooky romance that we've ever gotten was that YA romance with the ghost girl who was covered in blood.
1: Anna dressed in blood.
0: Yeah, I liked that one.
1: That one was fun. That one did have a moment. I would also say Awaken My Love, which was not a Halloween spooky season read, would also come closer to being a scary one. Agreed. But yeah, no. Not scary. We also read Verity, but hardly a romance.
0: well, Mistress of Melon. (laughs) Mistress of Melon was also scarier. There was something fucked up in that house, which was cool. It wasn't as scary as Jane Eyre. But I think it delivered more than this in terms of both Ghost Story and Haunted House. Mm -hmm. Like, this is literally none of these. It's just like sad, elder, millennial Savannah Miles who has a dream that seems... Reasonably achievable. Yeah,
1: have a thrift store.
0: It comes into this sum of money, buys this house, and like is going to start her dream. And then she can't leave the house. Turns out that there are three different flavors of hot dude who just want to service her.
1: Okay, let's talk about the flavors of hot dude. And then I want to address the point at the summary that says each one represents a different vice.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Felix, the oldest one. <laughs> Who <laughs> should have been the ghost?
1: Living in the house wise, oldest. Middleest in physical age, I guess.
0: He's 29. He bought the land, and the person who sold it to him was like, Joke's on you. uh There are a bunch of travelers who've been living here, and I can't get them to leave. So now they're your problem. He evicts the travelers. The traveler lays a curse on him, and he gets stuck in the house. And then the house that he built for his vapid fiance. Uh, And then she's like, oh, thanks, guy. Thanks, Felix. I don't actually love you and I'm not going to live in your cursed house with you. I was only in this for the dresses. So then Felix is alone in the house for 70 years. And then Luther shows up, a postman, to deliver a prank letter because everyone
1: thinks the house is haunted in the community. And he wanted to go inside and get some relic to show the little homophobe who (laughs) gave (laughs) the prank letter uh that he was not to be cowed and instead got trapped
0: and he's trapped for 20 years until theo shows up whose parents died in a freak fire accident and then he got addicted to cannabis and uh trucked on his good looks And didn't get very far, didn't go to college, and then, like, showed up on this doorstep and got trapped in the house as sort of like a Nirvana early 20-something lost boy. I think he's 19. Oh, God, he's so young. I was hoping that he was a little older than that. I was definitely envisioning Theo a little bit older than that. I was like,
1: well, good for you.
0: (laughs) Definitely, like, 24 or something. Your, Um, Your brain was trying to protect you it was <laughs> and so like Theo's the advice v- is the most obvious right like he runs out of marijuana pretty like somewhere in his 30 years um, and Felix has like a whole thing about what he thinks about that and is pretty judgmental and then um, Theo very entrepreneurially creates a still in the basement and like Felix I guess was a 1907 version of a prepper so he had lots of food stored and he had a lot of canned fruit and so theo creates a still and starts creating hooch from the canned fruit from the 1900s and his vice is alcoholism and he basically spends every day kind of just like mostly drunk or buzzed yeah i think his like vice is like addiction what is luther's vice Books, I guess. Right? Like, it's (laughs) like, what is Luther's vice? He's just, he doesn't, he's not out, I guess. He doesn't share of himself, but like, why would he? But he was trying to and he was about to. Right. But like, I guess, because he'd spent 20 years with Felix and like, but like, also, why would he tell Felix? Felix isn't exactly a cuddly human. I don't understand what Luther or Felix's vices are. They just seem like damaged. And damaged isn't a vice.
1: Damaged in trackable ways, you know.
0: Yeah, like deeply understandable ways. Like I didn't not understand either Felix or Luther. I also think it's
1: interesting that like each character represents like a different age. Like they're not all around the same age, and how they are presented as like three little bearsing all the mm-hmm. time goldilocks and the three bears goldilocks yeah. they're gold she's goldilocksing the whole time the first one she has sex with is theo because he's so young and like super virile and the last one she has sex with is luther because he's cautious and thoughtful and a romantic and the oldest and like a dad th- yeah and the middle one she has sex with is felix who is the middle one boy in charge King Ghost Man.
0: I wish he'd been a ghost, honestly. That would have made Felix more interesting to me. All of
1: them would have been more interesting. What if their like bodies had just like decayed and disappeared and now they were just the wisps?
0: That would have been cool. Would have been or hard like, to
1: find a resolution, I guess.
0: Or learn to be corporeal. I mean, like, also just be imaginative. Like, here's my thing there aren't enough vices for that back of the cover to be justified. Uh Felix is weirdly judgmental about. Theo's vices, but, like, whatever. The thing that I found – can we just jump to my weirdest part?
1: (laughs) I mean, I would like – yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. My weirdest part is that I feel like I know Luther extremely well, and I know how he operates within the triad of his – jinxed house i know felix really well i know his backstory i've gotten multiple flashbacks from felix's perspective i know about a secret garden i like know about his weird thing about being judgmental but also understanding it i know theo's deep dark trauma what the fuck do i know about savannah miles other than the fact that she has a friend named Bryn who teaches english in korea yeah And she had a lifelong goal of owning a thrift store and her uncle died and that's how she has this money. Uh,
1: Well, her mom died when she was young and she grew up with a single father and she just worked in a diner her whole life. And she, I think she flunked out of college. I might be making that up. Or she graduated. I don't know. She went to college.
0: What kind of movies does Savannah like? What kind of books does Savannah read? Well, she
1: doesn't read, right? They always tease her about like having books. That Luther right. gives her not actually reading them.
0: How did her relationship with Bryn survive so long? What does she feel about Bryn being in Korea teaching English? What is Savannah? What is Savannah? If not literally just a Goldilocks sampling the different flavors of ghost dick that are not ghost dicks.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can you
0: connected with Savannah, I take it. I didn't not connect with her. There's just like, there's no there there for me. And then I got irritated that there was no there there because there was there there for Luther, Felix, and Theo. And then when Luther, Felix, and Theo started in on the endearments that I absolutely hated, Um it felt like Savannah became a vessel and I got off the boat.
1: Yeah, she she really just receives their
0: stories. I mean, she does have
1: a, a moment of exchange with Felix. When we're in Savannah's perspective, she's curious about these three cursed beings that she shares so much with. <laughs> From their perspective, because we do, we go into all all four people's perspectives at different points. All we know is that she's, like, very pretty. She's, like, so pretty.
0: So unbelievably sexy in every way. But
1: I, I think this actually gestures towards, like, the larger question of the book, which is, like, we have spent already more time on the plot than I think is contained in the book itself.
0: I think that's correct. It
1: is mostly sex scenes.
0: Very steamy sex scenes.
1: And you know, Isabeau, I I heard something that like really resonated with me the other day. Mm -hmm. That like women, because we are always ingrained, right? Like we have like the little man in our brain Mm -hmm. reflecting on how we look, right? And like how we're seeing the world and our relationship to it. And like we're always thinking of how we're being looked at and perceived, how other people perceive us. We're hyper aware of it. And so – desire for women is reflected through their own desirability we're much more interested in hearing about how beautiful we are how sexy we are or what we're doing that's sexy than actually evaluating like this man is sexy because xyz i thought that was really interesting and i think it kind of like gets borne out in these books that have a lot of sex scenes like the modus operandi of making a presumably female reader feel sexy is by having all of these men talking about how sexy the the female main character is.
0: Did I trace that outright? I think you trace that theory outright. I think we're like I'm like, I'm not I'm like, I don't even necessarily disagree with it. Like this book is extremely titillating. Like the thing that I found irritating personally is that I think you used the right verb when you said that she receives their stories. Like, because in every move, even with that, it's like they like they sit on the bed and Luther tells her his whole tale of woe, or she like sits in Theo's lap and he tells her his tale of woe, or like she like it's not active. Mm -hmm. She's not even an active listener. Like she doesn't really ask questions like we just don't get a lot there and then they immediately move to sex which is like fine because like i know because i'm in the male perspective that they feel extremely heard and seen and relieved and like then they're just like let's do this then and like fine this book isn't this tome this text this it's like it's it's like it's not interested in that like it's interested in getting to the sex scene immediately so then it's like why is the service then, right, if this is ostensibly to make women feel titillated and, like, if women feel good about being told that they're beautiful, which take is given, why isn't there that, like, reciprocal like, you tell me about you? Like, women also like being asked about themselves. (laughs) Like, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, they're just not asking her questions. And so then... And then they just, like, immediately, like... The only earned sex scene, as far as I'm concerned, is that first one. Because, like, she's in this fucked up situation. She can't leave the house. She finds the hot guy in the basement. He's like, this is fucked up. And she's like, this is fucked up. And they have, like concussive sex and I was like that makes sense for me this is like funeral potatoes like I get this scene everything else is just like what the fuck is even happening here I feel
1: like the first sex scene with Luther is earned by that same measure like you understand the motivations like they've slowly built up this relationship and trust I think the reason that we get these male characters backstories and like totally agreeing, we get like way less information about Savannah. But I think it comes from a place of like the men are historical figures and those are mm. always going to be more interesting than like a sad poor girl from a small town who's been like left behind by her best friend. She too has a tale of woe. I think it's just like too relatable to warrant a whole lot of exciting detail Luther and Theo and Felix have uh, interesting outfits associated with the stories that they have to tell. They do have interesting outfits and like soundtracks. Yeah, and their tales of woe are like, they're not pedestrian. They're not. But I think like, ultimately, I want to just reiterate, the point of us (laughs) talking about this is missing the point of the book. Because to me, it's very clear that the point of the plot is to string together sex scenes yes and that necessitates assuming this is from (laughs) a female perspective right which i'm sure i Mm -hmm. am very confident that this book does assume we're just supposed to be we i know my backstory right and i'm just supposed Mm -hmm. to be getting off on this so it doesn't really matter what savannah's backstory is I i need a very loose shell here to get me, yeah. like, into the story initially and then it's done, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder what, like, the parameters are here because this also doesn't feel like a romance novel because of what you described. Like, honestly, the l- lack of character building, the kind of, like, weird rush towards conflict. Like, the same conflict is static throughout the book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then just kind of, like, surges there in the very last act. Like, there's no real, like, tapering.
0: There's also no, like, tension in the triad. Right. Quadrad. The romantic tension does not exist. Again, like, and you're right, like, if this were a traditional, uh, not even, like, if this followed suit in romance novels, there should be more tension. But you're right to say that, like... This is all really in service to get you to the next threesome scene.
1: But like, I would also hesitate to call it erotica.
0: Okay, why would you hesitate to call it erotica?
1: Because I think erotica doesn't worry so much, (laughs) doesn't have this like rush at the end to have like a resolution, right? Mm. The story of the sex happening is itself the thing. The story. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, an erotica storyline is like, Susie found herself accidentally in this sex club sex happens and everything yeah. that happens to Susie as a character progression is loosely related to sex right like it's soft core I, I would think about it as like the plot of a soft core porn yes and maybe it's like the actual dialogue in this book reminds me of porn
0: dialogue is it The sweet girl and the good girl that does that for you? No, it's not the
1: praise kink stuff. It's not the stuff that's said while they're having sex. It's the... Here, let me me find an example. Finding the perfect thrift was a high nothing else topped. Not even sex could surmount the thrill of rummaging around the loaded shelves of a random shop. I didn't like to consider the fact that maybe I hadn't had good sex. It just sounds (laughs) very like... Yeah, like... That's what's missing in your life is good sex. And ha- having like one of those like little moments of naivete. He also is like – Felix is like this historical figure and he d- he does not have – like the hydrogen peroxide is called something else, but he talks yeah. like he's from 2017 now. or whatever, you know?
0: Right. I think in in addition to your porn thesis – the The thing that really got me feeling that way was when she's going to have sex with Felix, our human being from nineteen oh seven and then like Theo comes in because he was afraid that like she and Felix were fighting or whatever, and he like falls through the door hilariously and he's like, Hey, guys, <laughs> are you interested in this also I'm exactly. like. There's a moment where she's like, Yes, and then like looks at Felix and she's like, How are you feeling? But all of us from like the perspective of Theo, who is sort of like still in the door, which is where the camera would be. Right. And so it's like we get all of their faces and then she's like, What do you think, Bucko? And Felix is like, I guess this is fine, even though I'm from 1907 and I've lived in a small town in Indiana my whole life. Exactly, <laughs> and then they just have a threesome, and then it's like, okay.
1: The romance novelly thing to do would be Theo like hears them having sex. He contemplates them having sex. He starts to have fantasies and feelings about them having sex. He eventually like we would get all this internality, and instead it's just like, whoopsie, doops I happen to be a <laughs> pizza boy. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, did you order a package? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like the. Like, Luther definitely gets, like, a more developed, because he's bisexual, have a more developed idea of, like, well, I am turned on by this. And, like, Luther actually has at least a thought process. Yeah, so
0: it feels less invested in its characters. And also, I think you bring up a really good point about erotica, which is, like, the sex is an end in and of itself. So this... Race to a conclusion is really weird. And, like, the other thing about erotica is, like, the sex is incredibly varied (laughs) and, like, usually, like, has lots of different settings and, like, positions and, like, stuff. I mean,
1: we might be describing good erotica specifically. That's a good – Like, erotica we would personally enjoy. (laughs) not necessarily like the way it is but that's true but it's also like these core categorizations and these distinctions i i can also like be like what's the point because there are really well written well there's really great romance novels that people you know we buy old used books right the dirty parts are folded over so that they're easier to get to, right? Like, that sounds like a utilitarian pornographic thing to me. Is the distinction even useful? Because it's going to be – it's so personal.
0: It's almost too personal,
1: especially whenever – like, I can tell a porno movie from – Or
0: even, like, I think, like, maybe here's a good example. Like, the – I don't know if you've seen the new Netflix version of Lady Chatterley's Lover. Yes, yes. And like there's a there is a film yeah that's extremely pornographic, and like interested in sex and pleasure and character and like it has a text that it's referring to but like what it does with its sex scenes is not in the book. It's
1: extremely pornographic is interesting.
0: I mean, it's just like there's like a ton of male and female nudity. There are, like multiple sex scenes. Like it's it's an incredibly sexy movie, um, with like. Full long scenes of sex. It it doesn't show like penetration or anything
1: like that, though. Sure, we know the the actors aren't actually having
0: sex. Yeah, the actors are not having sex on. Yeah, it's not it's not a porno.
1: Is that the distinction? Is a porn? Well, no, because like there are lots of actual movies that where the actors had genital touching sex, and those are still classified as. Films are, are not porn. They're certainly not porn. So that's not even like a useful delineator.
0: Is like porn then really just defined by its budget?
1: It, I think intention has a lot to do with it. Okay. And also like percentage. Mm. Like how much of the imi- imagery on screen is full-blown sex. Okay. Is important.
0: So if then these delineations between filmic sex are important then it seems like the delineations between a romance novel erotica and whatever gray space of like pornography text is like those delineations matter here too then so what i guess i'm curious like why would they
1: why would they matter in terms of text And like I would even be willing to ponder what utility does that delineation have?
0: I think you're right to say it's difficult to parse because of the individual experience of readers.
1: There's also people who use movies like porn or like... Absolutely. Like if, if we assume like porn is intentionally developed so that people watch it while masturbating, for example.
0: Well, people do that with movies too. I think the utility here is an interesting push and like i like my sense of it my instinct here is that porn is incredibly utilitarian right like it's contract it's it's a uh, transaction with you is it is what it is right like did you order a package let's get to it
1: there's not a veneer
0: there's no dressing and it's like that's not that's not the that's not the transaction that we're in yeah a romance however is a different transaction, right? Where it's like, you want to be wooed, you want to invest. And like part of the pleasure of that payoff in the dog-eared scene is that you have been with these characters and it and it functions as a payoff because of where we've been on the journey.
1: I think that's really interesting to be like this the the sex scenes that we return to in Mm -hmm. typical romance novels only work in the context of the entire text
0: Mm -hmm. like they can be sexy on their own absolutely like you can just like jump in and jump out like somewhere two-thirds through and you'll find a, a good scene but ultimately what like the rest of that transaction is it's like it's intended to function together right like The sex scene will be better if you've read the whole book, ideally.
1: The the sex scenes don't work that way in this book, but is that just because it's, like, unsuccessfully written?
0: They don't work that way because they're not intended to work that way. So
1: if if it's not intended to work that way, then why include, like, the shoehorned-in conflict? Great question. About how her friend's grandma is related to the people who cursed... Felix and Felix is like you had to have known, and she was like, "Why would I walk into the house if I knew?" We get this like brief moment of him being like,
0: "I blame you," (laughs) which is so dumb. And then like the solve is like a black widow spider bite, and I was like, "Whoa!" No, it resolves.
1: It was oh the solve for the curse, yeah. But like his little moment of being upset with her resolves itself. So like why why was that in
0: there? I don't know. The whole last act seemed really weird to me because I think it it is like it didn't have like they could have just lived in the house forever that's just like what would they're never aging they're just like trapped like you know bugs under glass and so like like that just they they all seemed like pretty content that's like a fine place to end a spooky quote-unquote haunted house and it, it's almost like it's almost like this author was like that's not enough and it's like well that's what that's what it, we've been leading to like the only thing you haven't given us yet is the full foursome i don't know why you haven't at this point that seems like an omission <laughs> and then that's the epilogue
1: <laughs> see that's the thing like I, I certainly intention should not be the point at which we determine the categor this kind of categorization
0: mm-hmm Because it's impossible to discern. I mean, we could take some pretty good guesses. Sure, I think like there's evidence for how we could go about that, but I agree. Like, we're not taking into author authorial intent is is a dicey business.
1: Yeah. It's not so dicey in like the porn film industry, right? But like, here, I feel like with Kindle Unlimited, it is really dicey. (laughs) Like, this is where it becomes very obfuscated but I think that's useful because it it raises the question, right? Like it doesn't allow us to just accept things as they are because there's not this filter of you know, a major publisher accepting or refusing the text, right? Like you yourself are putting it out. People are consuming it directly from you. I think it's also important to acknowledge the things that we're not saying are a point of delineation. Like, we're not saying, like, your ability to analyze or talk about it. Which is to say, you can certainly critically analyze pornography. And we're also not saying – because, like, our authorial intent also gets dicey. Because, like, if I were a romance author, I would definitely want, if I wrote a sex scene, for people to think it was very, very sexy and stand on its own. So, like, I I don't think anyone's, like – I want to write a sex scene that people feel nothing.
0: Yeah, nobody wants their sex scene to make a wet fart sound. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, some people do, actually, though. Sure. I mean, like, very. Yeah, some people very much do want their sex scene to make a wet fart sound.
0: Generally speaking, in the metaphorical sense of the wet fart sound, not the yeah. actual sense. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes. But I I think this question of, I don't think this text is particularly successful at being a romance novel, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that should necessarily relegate it to being something else. Like, I also don't find it particularly successful as erotica. Mm -mm. I don't think that should relegate it as, like another category
0: but then i'm also like well is it relegation
1: mm. <laughs> that, that sounds like my
0: own bullshit you know right or is it just like not that good at what it is
1: yeah or is it is it just like a not good romance novel and like sometimes romance novels are like this and maybe there's a good version of this kind
0: of structure there is well certainly a better one and we've read it the gargoyle one.
1: Oh. I don't think so.
0: Oh, I think that's way more successful as a romance novel than this.
1: I think if you're thinking of structure in terms of a why choose
0: romance. Yes.
1: Then yes. I I was thinking structure more as plot, sex, 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 plot, sex, sex.
0: I also think that that was a more successful version of plot, sex, sex, plot, sex, plot, sex, sex.
1: I would say something like A Lesson in Thorns by Sierra Simone might be like, a successful execution of something like this kind of balance because it, i think gargoyle's she had sex with the one guy And she had the sex with the other guy then she had sex with the other guy
0: they were having sex with each other
1: this kind of goes all over the place there's there's not really a pattern
0: that's true and then like once the ménage starts like it's pretty much stays like as like various versions of the ménage yeah. i think Maybe, like, but that's also, like, a particular kind of weird complaint that I have about, like, this book set expectations pretty early about what kind of sex scenes I could expect, and then when I didn't get them, I was disappointed. Yeah. Like, I was disappointed that Felix and Luther – or, like – didn't have sex with each other or at some... The
1: boys didn't kiss, yeah.
0: that They never kissed.
1: You know, some people, I mean, that's what they're into. I don't get it.
0: Especially after it was revealed that Luther was bisexual. I'm like, well, this is obviously part of his whole fucking thing with Felix. Like,
1: But he hates their personalities. It's just that he does not like them as people.
0: <laughs> it's not
1: that there's like sexual
0: tension. And so now he's just going to continue to live in a house with people he doesn't really like because he loves Savannah. Like, come on. Come the fuck on. I was really disappointed that the boys didn't kiss at all, ever.
1: I want my boyfriends to be boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, totally. I mean, agreed. But I think there are people, you know, I think you might want to evaluate your value system if you're one of those people that doesn't want their boyfriends to kiss.
0: Oh, I was like, you want me to evaluate? I just wanted the pretty boys (laughs) to kiss each other.
1: I'm suggesting maybe you're homophobic. If you don't want the boyfriends to kiss, maybe you're a homophobe. Also that it didn't
0: occur to you to say that, like, Luther and Felix definitely comfort each other in, like, the 25 years oh, that they're yeah. alone in the house. Right? That's yeah. 365 times 25. Just two dudes.
1: Sailors do it within a year. Right? Like, come on. Quequeg
0: and Ishmael literally call each other married within two days of knowing each other. Come on. I'm just like, the idea that this book isn't interested... Or even alludes to, like I would have taken a vapor of a whisper, like a <laughs> a, a shared look across the hall would have been enough. Clung to for it for Ol as to feel better about this fucking. Book. A
1: longing glance at another man's That's, penis
0: it wouldn't even have to be penis, Morgan. At his shoulder, muscular back, exactly like anything, anything. I could have built. A castle. And certainly would have.
1: Certainly would have. This is sort of related. It's my weirdest part.
0: Great. I would love to hear it.
1: My weirdest part is Felix, when he recounts his, how the curse came to be, he refers to the people who cursed him as travelers.
0: That's an anachronism. Which
1: is an anachronism because he would have used the common slur, the G word. But also, like, this book takes the effort to not use the slur. But then uses destructive stereotypes <laughs> in the story of like they're all over the place with their trailers and their stuff, and then they curse you and <laughs> you can't leave your house. <laughs> like what was the Like honestly, like
0: Just play the share song. Just play the share song if you're gonna do that. It is
1: not the word itself that is the issue right like certainly don't say the word but the word comes with all these connotations and if you're then just gonna put all the connotations of the slur on the page you basically said a slur (laughs) and it's incredible because the book also makes the point that like hydrochloride isn't labeled hydrochloride in the house
0: because they had a different term for it
1: so it makes it even these anachronisms even
0: more glaringly obvious. And strange, like and also like I don't know those those like it's like well you did the research on this but like not like what are we doing? What are we, what doing? Are we doing?
1: Absolutely no, like uh, research.
0: I didn't know the old name for hydrochloride.
1: I didn't either, but it's like there were so many opportunities to like I don't know. What what does cannabis withdrawal actually look like?
0: That's also another weirdest part. Like like you have to like you have to do so much. Like what is this reefer badness? Yes. Cannabis policing? Yes. Like you'd have to smoke so much weed in order to have what was essentially a train spotting version of a come down. And detox. Like he's shaking and like can't eat and is vomit- I'm like, he wasn't doing heroin.
1: Even the homosexuality in this book, which is explicitly named and not in any way demonized, is utterly chaste. Like you said, he's not even like sexually attracted to the other two very good-looking men. And he like never reflects on having been attracted to them in the past. And it's not – I realize that, like, not everyone is attracted to – who's attracted to men is attracted to every man they see. Not even every attractive man they see.
0: Sure, but after 25 years.
1: But it seems like a bit of a stretch. And especially now that you are having sex with them. Like, you are having Mm -hmm. sex with them. Anyways, it pulls punches. It's not very thoughtful. It's just like, oh, I don't want to do that. You're like, why?
0: Think about why you don't want to do that. Like, why aren't Felix and Luther kissing or pretending like they didn't kiss like 25 years ago because they absolutely fucking did.
1: Virtue signaling.
0: But like also very weird virtue signaling. You're right. Because like, I'm going to use the word traveler because I know the the G word is verboten, but I'm literally going to use all of the stereotypes. Excellent weirdest part. It's very fucking weird.
1: Let's see if I can do it for my sexiest part. I've got to think about my sexiest
0: part. What was your sexiest part? (laughs) That's a good question. Like, all the sex scenes are pretty sexy. Mm -hmm. I think my sexiest part was... Oh, I guess when they're all having sex in the basement right before they get caught by Luther. The reason why that that's my sexiest part, like, she and Felix have a fight... And she goes down to seek comfort with Theo about the fight that she had with Felix. And, you know, they have like a pretty good conversation about like polyamory. And Theo's like, you know, I probably wouldn't be enough for you, even as it is. Like, I'm willing, like, I'm interested in having you any way that you want to be had. And, like, if that means sharing, that means sharing. That's cool with me. If that, like, means something else, like, that's good with me, too. And then Felix comes down the stairs and is like, you guys were talking about me? And they're like, yeah, of course we were. <laughs> like, he's like, I came down to apologize. And they're like, good job. And then they all have sex together. And, like, I like that Felix, like, I think it's imp- Important that like Felix came down to apologize. He doesn't like going in the basement because that's where Theo hangs out and is drunk all the time. And so I liked that like that menage scene. Mm -hmm. I also like all of the sex in the basement. Like the basement seems like, like the bedrooms are fine. They're just like, I don't know like that's like the details get weird but I could really see the basement. That was my sexiest of the sex scenes I think. How about you?
1: I have a really hard time with how my caveat is I have a really hard time with Luther and Theo's portrayals in the novel because I get weirded out by the like daddy stuff and I also get weirded out by how young Theo is and also like they call him daddy Luther they do and you know a, a praise they they say nice things to her which I think are are great um I would rather read praise kink dialogue than degradation dialogue, personally. But when they're calling you, like, sweet girl, mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that rubbed me the wrong way. Same. Having said that, my favorite sex scene is her first sex scene with Luther, where she comes and he, like, oh, man. Like, she, like, sits on his lap. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And he's, like, touching her thigh.
1: Yes, because it seemed like the one with, like, the most... It was to me the most earned, probably that's why it resonates because they had been like circling each other, building a friendship, assumed the other one didn't like the them like that type deal, mm-hmm. which is way more interesting. and then like the sex scene itself was like a slow build, whereas like the first encounter with Theo, the first encounter with Felix are just kind of like out the gate mm-hmm. And kind of this like loose confederacy of ideas <laughs> around why you would have sex with them like this house thing is so crazy I guess I've just needed to have sex
0: <laughs> it, is, it is definitely the federalism of sex scenes <laughs> we're all just going to be part of each other for interstate commerce yeah, exactly
1: like this uh, we're going to do it and the reasons <laughs> why are because we are
0: ours is that the reason <laughs> just why just look
1: around you come on
0: <laughs> they, we have flat surfaces yeah uh-huh. I also
1: want to call out I want to call out Chekhov's bathtub yeah it makes a huge deal about how there's this giant bathtub it talks about like the historical context of the bathtub
0: that they were so lucky that Felix had indoor plumbing installed because he was so rich in 1907
1: but no you can't take A shower and Luther, it's before Luther and Savannah have sex and Luther like fantasizes about like her using like the old soap. She's essentially just lie. To lather herself up. Having that kind of build up and no delivery for someone like me is another example of how this novel is insensitive.
0: Because cute boys don't kiss them. And there's no sex scene
1: in the bathtub. The boys don't kiss. There's a perfect bathtub for having sex, and no one has any. No one even. No one even rings out a washcloth over another person in
0: that bathtub. Why even have a bathtub?
1: Why even have a bathtub? If you're just gonna throw. <laughs> and also, I like how it like weirdly explains, like it talks about how they don't have to poop without saying that they don't have to poop. It just says that they don't have to eat.
0: Also, like, the, but they have food in the house, and he's making hooch, and they're mad that he's like drinking all the time. Like, it, like, it feels vaguely inconsistent. But I also understood that I wasn't like meant to press on the cellophane of the walls. Well, I'm not even
1: supposed. To, I'm not even meant to press on the cellophane of why these people like each other.
0: They don't,
1: and so like, how am I gonna have beef with the food situation? <laughs> how food and pooping works in the curse, but it's there.
0: They have running water, so like, why would pooping be a problem? And they also like, like, the toilet paper is self replicating because like everything else you- is it self replicating though? <laughs> he does run out of hooch and cannabis. The
1: fact that it was alluded to at all, like, don't even mention the food thing. I don't think I would have like been reading this and been like hold on a second, how have they not all starved to death? Like, I would have just accepted it as, like, part of the curse. I didn't need it spelled out that it's, like,
0: it's part of the curse. Felt like somebody was very worried that somebody would be concerned about scatological logic. Yeah, well, it's, it's, like, I... (laughs) You made it worse by drawing attention to it. It's like you've answered a question that I didn't ask. Yeah,
1: like, there's not, like, a lore you're beholden to with... Mm cursed people in a house anyways mm-hmm. well or no man's no man's it's a no man's for me as well it wasn't even my particular the sex scenes weren't even my particular cup of tea
0: and it wasn't spooky
1: and it wasn't spooky it has a spooky looking
0: cover too it does absolutely this is like false advertising i feel like the flesh and the devil was scarier <laughs>
1: I mean, a lot of, in hindsight, a lot of books we've read are pretty scary. Anyway. I I made this note, and I want to acknowledge that I am the worst. When she first meets Felix in the house, she says, I didn't get any serial killer vibes from him. And I said, you are unlikely to get serial killer vibes from the people most likely to harm you. (laughs) this spooky season i would like to i would like that on the record it is true you will not the people who will likely do you greatest harm in physical harm are not people who would give you serial killer vibes
0: statistically speaking the phone call is coming from inside the house it certainly is with that pleasant (laughs) note ringing in your ears dear listeners Loosen your stays, but never your principles. Mm -hmm. Woly
1: guacamole, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Womance.
0: Womance is hosted, produced, and edited by my friend Morgan. And by my friend
1: Isabel. Our logo artwork is by another friend, Mary Reichman. You can find her on Instagram at m.reichman, spelled R-E-I-S-C-H-M-A-N-N.
0: com.
1: If you have an idea or just want to reach out, please email womancemail at gmail.com We'd love to hear from you.
0: Womance is a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts to add to your romance collection at frolic.media backslash podcasts. Until next time.